Nesbitt. One touch pass down low for Lane. Back in front for Nesbitt. He shoots and scores! Nesbitt shoots it in front. Danford deflects it. Rebound. Lane shoots and scores! Fun, affordable family entertainment, exciting hockey, and much more. You don't want to miss a second of Atlanta Gladiators professional hockey at the Infinite Energy Arena. For tickets and more info, visit AtlantaGladiators.com. Welcome to the Power Play on Business Radio X. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Power Play presented by the Atlanta Gladiators. My name is Anthony Schaff, the Director of Corporate Development for the Gladiators and your host today. For those of you new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about the Gladiators and the show itself. The Atlanta Gladiators offer a truly unique environment for spending time with your friends, family, and coworkers. Founded in 2003, the Gladiators play in the ECHL's Eastern Conference at the 11,355-seat Infinite Energy Arena and are the official affiliate of the Eastern Conference champion, Boston Bruins. Our mission is to create fans for life by providing a memorable entertainment experience with great professional hockey on the ice and by building a stronger community through our youth programs, fundraising, and community outreach off the ice. Visit www.atlantagladiators.com to learn more about Atlanta's only professional hockey team. The Power Play is the Gladiators monthly radio show here on Business Radio X where we talk with local business leaders, our partners, along with a few others about their businesses and what they do with the Gladiators. So enough about the Gladiators and enough about the radio show. Let's jump right in and let me introduce my first guest today, Al Simon, the owner and founder of Simon Inc., an authorized Sandler training center serving the metro Atlanta area. Al, welcome. Thank you, Anthony. Good to be here. Al, I, I noticed on your LinkedIn profile that you're a graduate of Georgia Tech. Uh, with football season rapidly approaching, how closely <laughs> do you follow the program and how do you feel about their chances this season with their new coach? New coach, new offense, new defense, new coaching staff, new quarterback. Their best player is a freshman. What do you think? <laughs> it, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell in this type of environment. You, you yeah. just never know. I think two years from now, we're going to have good stuff going on. I uh, think this year is going to be tough. Oh, that perfect, perfect. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. I know a lot of folks that, that listen are, are Georgia Tech or that other team down the road fans, so we want to make sure that we, uh, we represent mm -hmm. equally. But uh, we want you all to come out and be Gladiator fans. Um, that ties into my next question for you as it relates to what you do and in, in your yes. business. Um, Sandler Training. So you mentioned that you know it's a new team, it's a new coach, it's a new offense, it's a new defense. A lot of businesses have that problem sometimes too. They, they come in or they start up or they bring in new employees that – they need that have learned ways to do something over the course of their careers. Explain to me what Simon Inc. does, the Sandler training method, and how that could help a business or an individual um, in their in their goals at their business and company. Yeah, it's a great question, Anthony. I mean, you know, businesses struggle with sales in all areas, and one of the biggest things is do we even have the right people selling? There, it's uh, it's it's an inexact science in many ways. They. Uh, especially these days with the with the uh, low unemployment out there, it's hard to find people, much less good people, and um, and so a lot of times companies are settling for folks that just don't have the skill set to really thrive in sales. So the first thing that we do for our clients <clears throat> is we help them find onboard the right people, and that's difficult. Secondly, we they've got to be able to prospect. They've got to be able to go find new business, and so they've got to be able to grow existing business. 
that, that takes skills as well. And we train and coach on skill sets to do those things, as well as systems, processes to get that thing, that kind of stuff done. Uh, and then also the sales managers often don't know how to coach their people to success. They don't usually get trained on how to coach their people to success. We do that as well. And then there's, then there's qualifying the deal and uh, making sure that you're only proposing, quoting solutions to those folks that are truly qualified to get your good information. And then there's closing the deal. And then there's closing the deal without having a discount <laughs> to get that deal uh, to protect gross profit margins. And we work on all those areas uh, with our clients. I'm glad you, you mentioned some of the processes about how you go through this. With the advent of technology, such as computers, the internet, individuals and businesses can find selling tips online 24 hours a day. You just mentioned some of the processes. You got to prospect, you got to make the cold call, you got to close the deal. Yes. How has the advent of that technology, whether it be LinkedIn, whether it be Zoom Info, whether it be XYZ company sales process, how has that affected your business, um, being doing it for the last 25 years, and what makes you stand out from the competition? So, you know, there's been a saying for a long time in sales that if you believe cold calls will work, or if you believe cold calls don't work, you're right. You've probably heard that before. I have. But the fact is, uh, and, and you know, the, the, the metrics show that decision makers these days, they don't answer their phone if they don't know who's calling. Uh, and they don't typically even these days listen to the voicemail, much less return it. And they get hundreds. The average decision maker gets hundreds of emails per day. There's just a lot of noise. So prospecting is more difficult than it's ever, ever been. And it's a big challenge for, for our clients. And we spend a lot of time working on those kinds of things, identifying the target market, identifying who within the target market are the right people to talk to, and identifying how best to reach them. LinkedIn helps a bunch. But it's still not the holy grail. It's very important to business today, but it's still not going to get people to return your calls, return your emails to get the conversation started. But social media is more important today than it ever was. Uh, cold calling is still an important activity for most of our clients these days, uh, but also cold emailing is an important part. Uh, and uh, networking, you got to go out there, you got to meet people, you got to talk to people, uh, and that's often uh, more effective as well. So. Uh, it, it just depends on the business, their target market, where you find them, how do you get them. It's difficult. It is difficult. And, and it, it, I'm glad you mentioned cold calling. Um, yeah. I, I've been doing this, this job for a few years to this day. I still hate cold calling. I, it, it drives me nuts. You mentioned it. You can leave 100 voicemails and you may get one call back. Cold emailing, I think that's even even crazier because you got to make sure you find the right the right kind of words to get to the right individual. But um, on the cold calling as a whole, a couple months ago, you wrote an article uh, titled, Cold Calling is Not Selling Activity. And it starts with the following. Ask salespeople to list their least favorite selling activities, and you can count on prospecting being at the top of the list. And the least favorite of all prospecting activities is unquestionably making cold calls. Can you dive into that a little deeper for me and let me know how Simon Inc. and Sandler Training can assist individuals and businesses and how effectively and on how to effectively market their message and maybe change the mindset among their employees? Yeah, great question. You know, that, there, there's, there's two aspects that make prospecting difficult. One you already mentioned, which is what do you say? What do you, you know, when you, when you get someone on the phone, what do you say? When you, you know, when you engage with anybody on LinkedIn, you know, how do you, how do you open up that conversation and get, that, get them to, uh, uh, to want to know more? 
But the, the most important part really isn't the messaging. The most important part is probably the mindset of the code caller. Because uh, you said you hated code calling. I did too. I still do. You know, and, and the, the person that says they love cold calling probably hasn't made enough of them. I mean, seriously. I mean, who, who, wants, who looks forward to that, right? So, but, the, but if your mindset is, I'm looking for some golden nuggets in a sea of hay, <laughs> and it's going to take me a while to sift through all that, but I'm going to find them. And I'm going to put up with the hang-ups and the no returns and the people saying, uh, you know, mean things to me because I called them in the middle of something or, or whatever. If I'm going to put up with all of that, that's okay. I can handle it. There aren't, many, there aren't many people who can truly handle it from a mental standpoint, a mindset standpoint. And that's the hard part. We say that when we work with people on their cold calling mindset, we open up their brains and rewire their neurons. <laughs> because it's really all about what is your approach mentally to this task and, uh, and then so that you can handle the, re the, the sea of rejection, really. And then, uh, but I mean, you know this, Anthony, when you get someone to engage with you on a cold call, it's such a high, right? There's no high in sales better than that other than maybe closing a deal. I'm mean, seriously, am I right? You are 100% correct. I could, I, I like the fact that, and when I, when I do my cold calls for what I do, I never, probably the first minute or two of the conversation, I never talk about the product. I try to engage the person on the other end of the line about who they are and try to gain insight because then that will direct me in the way, okay, do they want this? Do they want that? Do yes. they want something else? Or maybe now, maybe that'll help me tell me that maybe now's not the right time and I need to follow up back later. So that, that connection, as you mentioned, is what's in key. Yeah, that's and good stuff. And, and so many salespeople don't know how to do that. And so they start their sentences with, with I'd love to. You know, show you what, how we can save you money, or I'd like to get on your calendar, or can I get some of your time? And, and, and what's common about all those phrases is the word I. And, it, and it's not about you. It's about the person you're talking to and how do you get them engaged. And the only way to get them engaged is by talking about what they want to talk about. And so you've really got to uh, change the approach. So change the mindset, change the approach, good things will start happening. Perfect. Yeah, and, and I just wanted to follow up on that. It's, it's just that when I started in my sales career, I was a, hey, this is Anthony with XYZ Company, and I'd love to tell you about this. Do you have some time to hear about it? <laughs> well, as I learned later on down the line, that is the worst way ever to start a phone call. Um, now it's just, you know, I introduce myself. Sometimes, yeah. you know, I, I, I tell them what my role is. Sometimes I don't. But usually, you know, it's just, hey, this is Anthony with the Atlanta Gladiators, and I wanted to just see how your day is going or wanted to see something, but make it personable. Uh, and I think that's what, and I could be wrong, I think that's what a lot of people that do cold calling don't maybe necessarily grasp is you have to make the, the call personable. Once you make yeah. the call personable, the questions and the flow of the conversation will will work work itself out and you may, hopefully you end up with a sale or set in a meeting or, or whatnot. But if you don't start off trying to make it personable, then all you're doing is going through the motions. Yeah, well that's why the, the article you mentioned uh, says that cold calling is not a selling activity because the, uh, the whole objective of cold calling is to get the appointment. And how are you gonna get the appointment unless you get someone's attention? And so what you're, what you're talking about is what we call the pattern interrupt. Don't do what everybody else does on sales calls. I'd love to do this. I want to do that. I'd like to show you this. Don't do that stuff. Change the pattern. 
even if it's a little bit weird, people get intrigued. You know, so there's great things out there and uh, great ways to do pattern interrupts. But you know what, Anthony? I'm pretty sure my prospects don't wake up in the morning going, I wonder what Al Simon would love to have me do today. <laughs> you never know. Some of them might. <laughs> I don't think I've ever found that person. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, too, is if I'm a, if I'm a small business owner or yeah. I'm a large business owner or I'm a, a sales manager, sales director, and I, I'm having trouble with with my sales team, and I'm like – you know, I've, I've done my research. I've seen all these different sales techniques. Yeah. When I call you up at Simon Inc. and say, hey, Al, what what can you do for me? What do you say to that person to say, hey, you know what? Here's how I can help. Here's why I can help to come, have them come in and take your training. Yeah, we're actually doing a workshop on that at the Gwinnett Chamber here coming up later this month. Uh, but the, what, you, what you do to get people's attention, you know, from a cold call, cold email, any kind of a – networking any kind of a first time what i call the approach the first time approach is you use what we call pain statements in other words if you think about what are the what are the things that you get your clients to accomplish what is the uh what are, what are the problems that you take out of their lives and, and you and you you make your approach about that for example i would say to a prospect anthony typically our clients came to us because now, first of all, they were worried about where is the revenue going to come from next quarter because that pipeline is way too thin. Others have a decent enough pipeline but came to us because they weren't closing enough deals and perplexed as to why that was going on. Still others are closing deals but frustrated because every time they close a deal, they feel like they have to discount to win it because they've got you know, competition that's aggressive or whatever. A lot of times it's because they don't believe in their, in their uh, own uh, value prop. That's another story for another another show, I guess. Uh, so, but and, and you say, let me stop right there, Anthony. Any of these things that I've mentioned probably don't touch a nerve with you, do they? And now you can tell me. You know, is your pipeline too thin? Uh, are you not closing enough deals? Are you closing but having a discount every time, or none of the above? I don't care which it is. I mean, seriously, I can't care. That's that mindset part. I can't care uh, whether you hit on one of my pain statements or whether you tell me, you know what, we're good there. Doesn't matter. It's just, it's, you know, because my mindset is what we call the five SWs. You ready? Some will, some won't. So what? <laughs> Stop whining. Start working. Who's next on the list? Let's go. Outstanding. I've, yeah. never, I've never heard the, the five SWs. I'll have to, you know, put them in my, my log and make notes out of time. You know, that might be a new, a new game in the office that we, we try, the, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Like, hey. You know, after you make a call, tell me if you heard one of the five SWs, and then at the end of the week, we'll see who has the most in what category, and then we can adjust accordingly or, you know, come out and, and, and visit. So yeah. um, I, I think it, it, all of this is, is great information, and I think um, too many people maybe in today's marketplace think they have the right answer or they are the subject matter expert. Um, it, it's an interesting thing. I read a, a couple articles um, in the last few weeks, and one sales representative and and it kind of hits home because as the gladiators, we are a pro sports franchise. Um, one of the, one of the sales articles talked about how you have to sell, uh, to get, to get people out. You have to, you know, make sure you have the calling down, right. And the emailing down, right. Too, Cause you got to be able to sell the ticket. You have to make it personable with the individual because that's when it gets, gets somebody to buy the ticket. Um, and the other person wrote, it's not about buying a ticket it's about how do you get that person that's sitting in front of their couch 
in front of a 52-inch TV to come out to the game. Don't don't make it about whatever. Make it about the experience. So yes. it was two highly regarded salespeople that I read these articles from, and they had two totally different mindsets on the same problem, declining attendance at sporting events. Yeah. One says, you got to sell, sell, sell tickets. The other one's like, nope, you got to make a great experience because – the experience itself will sell the tickets. So yes. um, I think it's funny. And I think that's where kind of what we've learned today. Any, you know, the folks out there listening can say, you look, you know what? I have some questions about my, my selling and my calling and my sales team. And hopefully, you know, uh, they reach out to you and um, you know, if they wanted to reach out, what's the best way they can, way they can do that. You know, what you're describing is the fact that there are different ways people engage the, way, the different ways their brains get, uh, you know, get, um, their attention caught. Uh, some people are visual, but you know, so they make decisions and they and they process the world by what they see. Others are auditory, so they they uh, process information by what they hear. And others are kinesthetic, and they make uh, buying decisions based on what they feel. Those are the people you got to get out there to have the experience. Those kinesthetics, they love the experience. And by the way, the Atlantic Gladiators is an experience, right? You, it is not even close to what you can see on TV. When you're there, the energy, you can actually see the puck. <laughs> you, know, you can see all the players and, and, and how, where they go. And, and like TV is almost like looking through a tube, right, at the same thing. So, yeah, so engage the kinesthetics with the experience, but engage the auditories with a great description of the excitement. And, and engage the, the visuals with things that are visual, like, like video clips or pictures of the action, things like that. And because uh, and each person is going to buy for their own reasons. And our job as sales professionals is to find out what each person we talk to, what is their reason for wanting to do this. Perfect. Yeah. And it's all different. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the excitement of an Atlanta Gladiators game. We actually have a few things that we'll be announcing here over the first you know, over the next few weeks. Uh, just yesterday alone, we, we made a big change. Uh, this will be the Gladiators' 17th season here in the Atlanta marketplace uh, when we kick off on October 18th. Um, and for those first 16 years, we had the, the garnet and gold and black color yep. scheme. Yep. Um, if you follow us or see us on, on any of our digital media, you know yesterday we made a, a, a dramatic announcement. We, for the first time in team history, have rebranded or re-imaged, so to speak. Uh, we have new team colors. We have a, a navy, a, a, yellow, a gold, and then a, a third color to be named later Okay, uh, that you'll see. Um, we've also kind of redid our, our primary and secondary logos. Um, so it's uh, some big changes there um, that you, you'll see, and we'll have a few more announcements on that over the next couple of weeks. And then when you talk about the excitement of being in the game in person, uh, we're going to incorporate some things that uh, you haven't seen in the past that you mentioned. You know, you can see the puck on the ice and there's yes. this and that. But Such uh, a fast game. It's, you you yep. have to be there in person. Exactly. We're yeah. going to have some stuff that's going to uh, it's gonna tickle your senses. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make sure you see it, you hear it, you feel it. Uh, you can reach out and touch it. Um, and that's, that's what we're all about. And, um, you know, it's great that uh, we have, you know, folks like you that uh, come out and support the Gladiators, like folks like you that support the community uh, here. Um, and, and just say, and I, I can't remember if you touched on it or not, but I would love for our listeners to be able to contact you about, you know, using your services. And if this, uh, what's the best way for them to go about doing that? Okay, our website is probably the best way. And it's simoninc.sandler.com. All right, perfect. Right. If you guys didn't catch that, that's Simon Inc. So S I M O N I N C 
Sandler, S-A-N-D-L-E-R.com. Well, Al, I thank you for your time today here on the Power Play. Um, Look forward to uh, potentially working with you in the next few weeks, and hopefully uh, the things you talked about today appeal to some of our listeners, and uh, they'll be working with you as well. Um, So once again, thank you for your time, um, and have a great afternoon. Appreciate it. So uh, that was Al Simon from Simon Inc., a a certified Sandler training um, business. And so now we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to bring on Nate Moyer, who is a ticket sales rep with the Atlanta Gladiators. Uh, One of the big initiatives this year for the Gladiators is to expand our community footprint. I mentioned earlier that the way the Gladiators want to Uh, incorporate uh, into the Atlanta metro community is through not only our play on the ice but our uh, extracurriculars so to speak off the ice and one of those ways we do that is by engaging the community so Nate's here to talk about a partnership that we announced uh, a couple of days ago with Fathers Incorporated Uh, so Nate welcome to the show Good afternoon. How are you today, Anthony? I'm doing quite well, doing quite well. So, Nate, uh, as I mentioned to the fine folks out there, we recently agreed or announced a a partnership with Fathers Incorporated. So, uh, a couple of things first. Tell me a little bit about uh, Fathers Inc., um, and then um, about the partnership we've developed or going to develop with them. Of course. Um, Fathers Incorporated is truly an incredible organization. Uh, They're based just up the street in uh, Dunwoody outside in the Atlanta metro area. Um, and, and their goal as an organization is to pour into the lives of local fathers in the community so that they can in turn pour into the lives of their own family. Um, and they have several different initiatives in which they, they achieve these goals, uh, one of which is called the Real Dads Read program. And what that does is it gives dads a way to reach their kids and connect on a, on a deeper level and um, also work with their kids on, on their own literacy. Um, so not only is it working on connecting with dads and, and building relationships with their kids, but it's also um, giving a way for the dads to work on literacy with their kids as well. So that, that is one way that, that they are pouring into the lives of dads. Another way is through the Atlanta Fatherhood Network. Uh, this is their online community of dads in the Atlanta metro area. They reach several thousand dads, which is just mind-boggling to me, um, in the Atlanta metro area. And there's a lot of free um, resources that dads can access, and then they can take those resources and apply them to their own lives. And, And again, with the goal being pouring into the father's lives so that they can pour back into the family's lives. Um, and then another, uh, incredible way that they're reaching out into the community is through what they call uh, the Million Father March. So they're they're spearheading this Million Father March, which will take place on September 27th. And the goal of this is to promote fatherhood engagement by inviting dads across the nation to take their children to school, which is a fantastic way to create a space for fathers to be more involved in their children's lives. So just by creating a time, whether it's 10 to 30 minutes, just on a little car ride to school, it creates a space for these dads to 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 dive into that relationship with their kids. So th- these are just a couple of ways um, that Fathers Incorporated is really pouring in into the community. And uh, everything that Kenneth Braswell, he's the CEO of the organization, and, and their team is doing is not only inspiring here in the Atlanta metro area, but truly aspire, inspiring across the country. Um, so it, it's seriously, it's, it's a no-brainer for us as an organization to want to get involved in what they're doing. Now, you mentioned this um, this March, um, and I don't know if you, you said it or not, but the they're based in Dunwoody. 
um, and they're starting to expand nationwide. How many cities um, is the march scheduled to take place in currently? So currently it's over 40 cities. Um, and, and again, we're at the beginning of August and the march isn't until the end of September. And, and they're expecting uh, close to 100 cities to get in, involved with this. And, and all, the, all folks have to do is basically, it, it's just like you said, carve out a, a niche of time for a father and a son or you know, a father and his two sons or however many he has in his family just to you know, talk about stuff, I guess. Um, is that kind of the, the main goal of the organization is to, to connect fathers with their, their, their sons um, and talk about things that may, that may not be available to them outside of other places? Yeah, uh, that, that's definitely one of their major goals is, is to be able to reconnect dads in the lives of their kids and also in the lives of their entire family. Um, and so that's one of their, their biggest goals is, is to really create this, this organizational space for these dads to be able to reconnect with their kids and, and get back involved with the busyness of life and um, everything that's going on. It, in today's society, it's definitely a, a challenge for dads to be involved. So what Fathers Incorporated is looking to do is to promote that um, and, and to inspire dads to want to be involved in their kids' lives. So with that being said, how can, how can organizations or, or businesses that are, are listening to us today, how can they get involved? Yeah, so one of the, uh, the biggest parts of our partnership that we're working on is, is going to be on November 23rd. Uh, we are doing, uh, we're partnering with Fathers Incorporated and in putting on an event at a Gladiators game. Uh, it will take place, obviously, at the Infinite Energy Arena. It will be a home game for us. And the Atlanta Gladiators will come together with Fathers Incorporated for this exciting evening to invite dads to bring their families out for an inexpensive way to create lasting memories. Uh, the two organizations are also working to secure local donors for fathers and their families within the Fathers Incorporated network to be able to enjoy a night of hockey at no cost. So for those of you that are listening, uh, one of there's two different ways that you can get involved, uh, whether that is by coming out to the event itself. Um, one, of, one of the great things that we're going to be doing is, is doing a fundraiser in which a portion of the proceeds from ticket sales that night will be going back to Fathers Incorporated. So if you're looking to get involved, you can come out on November 23rd and a portion of your tickets will go back to Fathers Incorporated and it, to help them achieve their mission and their goals within the community. Um, but if, if that doesn't work, another way that you can get involved as well is by donating tickets so that we can bring out some of these dads and their families from within the Fathers Incorporated network. And if, if somebody wanted to, to donate tickets to, to the event, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Is it to go through the Fathers Incorporated website? Is it to contact the Atlanta Gladiators? Tell us a little bit about that process. Uh, definitely. Uh, if you were to reach out to um, our front office, and uh, give us a call or go online at www.atlantagladiators.com. Uh, there will be ways in which that uh, you guys can can get involved through those ways. Perfect. Yeah, and just to follow up a little bit on, on what Nate is talking about with this organization, we do this multiple times throughout the year uh, with a lot of our community partners. We actually have a program uh, that we have had um, – partnered with the Gwinnett Community Bank for many years now called the Community Organization of the Game. Uh, and what this uh, this program does, it allows these, you know, nonprofits, the uh, 501c3s or community organizations to come out 
um, showcase who they are and what they do within the community. Uh, but it also gives local businesses and local individuals the opportunity to uh, donate tickets to them so they can, as Nate said, bring out more folks to experience Atlanta Gladiators hockey. So uh, if that's something that uh, interests you um, or you want some more information, like Nate said, please contact the Atlanta Gladiators front office at 770 770- Four nine seven five one zero zero. Again, that number is seven seven zero four nine seven five one zero zero. Or you can send us an email to hockey at atlantagladiators.com. That's hockey at atlantagladiators.com. So with that being said, I want to thank Al uh, Simon again from Simon Inc. for being here today, as well as Nate Moyer from the Atlanta Gladiators organization uh, for coming out and talking about the Fathers um, Incorporated uh, event. And I think once again, uh, before we go, Al, do you have anything else you'd like to say to the fine folks out there? No, but I'm going to check out Fathers Inc. That's a great, great organization, sounds like. Perfect, perfect. Nate, anything else before we go? Yeah, we uh, just have a lot of exciting things going on down at the Infinite Energy Arena this upcoming season, and uh, we'd love to have you guys come out. All right, once again, Nate, Al, again, thanks for your time. That's uh, I am Anthony Schaff, the Director of Corporate Development for the Atlanta Gladiators, and that's another successful power play. listening to the power play here on business radio x now be sure to check out the atlanta gladiators schedule on atlantagladiators.com